Welcome to Fewer Things Better. This is the place for all of us who are big on goals and short on time. Together, we'll explore smart, simple ideas on how to retrain your brain and unlock your life. I'm your host, Kristen Graham. Let's get started. I record this, the days are stretching into summer in the Western Hemisphere. It's light out later, schools are officially out, and people are happily heading to holidays and vacations. I've been seeing a lot of social signaling online, ranging from out-of-office messages to posts proclaiming time away from posting. We're all so used to being digitally on demand that any time away from tech seems to require a pre-notification. Silently slipping offline seems a little strange to us. For this reason, today's episode is a rewind. Episode 21 was first released in August of 2022, and it outlined the case for space specifically space from technology. The idea of a tech sabbatical inspires mixed reactions from people, often swinging between delight at the idea to defensive to dread. Regardless of how and how often you decide to tame your tech, studies have shown there are true, tangible, physical and mental benefits to being offline. What follows in this episode is an extended excerpt from the original seven-minute, episode 21. It's all about testing out the idea of a tech sabbatical. I hope you enjoy it. And in the meantime, I wish you many ways to enjoy the summer days. In our go-go digital world, technology is the one knocking at our mind all hours of the day. It beckons and we answer. In fact, we often leave the door open. No invitation required. We trade our concentration, our schedule, and sometimes even our safety to ensure the tech tether is tightly secure. For many of us, it's there when we eat, sleep, work, work out, travel, and do all the life things. This cognitive codependence is well-documented and researched but we are our own focus group. And all we have to do is look up and look around and see parallel people in various states of onness. Trying a tech Sabbath, no matter how long it lasts, can highlight how many things we have connected to our cognitive power cord. I use the word Sabbath because at a high level, it refers to a time of rest. It's often associated with religion, where a Sabbath is a preset amount of time, such as a 24-hour period or from sunup to sundown. Rest, however you define it, isn't about time on a clock or aligned to a calendar. The purpose of a Sabbath is to have sacred time, where your attention is turned inward and you can experience a respite from the daily demands. The bottom line on top of this episode is that simply exploring your interest in or your resistance to a digital detox will give you important clues on where your sacred is in short supply. 
episode 13 explored three ways to go slow to go fast. A tech sabbatical builds on the reboot suggestion of allowing our brains to spend more time in what is known as a default mode network. This is the mental playground where the brain goes to play when the always on button gets paused, even for just a few minutes. So what are some of the outputs of time with no input? Well, mentally, you might see a boost to memory, motivation, and creativity. There are also indicators that we may be less prone to impulse and temptation. It can reset, or at least provide a battery boost, to our moral compass. We might make different decisions than when we are thinking through a tech lens. Physically, muscles start to soften or reposition. Breathing extends. And your body seeks more natural ways to receive endorphins, ones that don't come from a touch. High-performance athletes use rest as a critical part of how they enhance and sustain their physical prowess. A true Sabbath isn't simply about devices. It means being conscious about all of the pings and zings that are in your line of sight or are being worn somewhere on you or that are accessible with a touch of a finger or a call of a name to a device nearby. But let's go back to sleep. Screens of any type, are designed to keep your attention and directly interfere with circadian sleep patterns. If you're not ready to have tech be out of the room completely, consider moving it out of reach. The brain-body connection starts in the first moments of consciousness as we awake. If we engage with technology before our feet even touch the floor, the brain engine gets started before the biological one does. Even the act of getting up and moving to a new place before using technology helps sync thinking to doing. Another Sabbath idea is to try a meal without technology and without other people. Satiate your body without conversation, music, videos, or social scrolls. Then see how you feel and act when you re-engage. You're providing sustenance to more than just your stomach. Testing out tech pauses allows you to explore your individual baseline. An unplugged mind also has access to emotional and intellectual oxygen, both of which help you consider lessons from the past and plans for the future beyond the pole of the now. The takeaway from this topic is simply to consider where there is a desire to explore the space between all or nothing. It's in that sacred space that answers begin to emerge and that you have a chance to hear them. As you begin to revisit life offline, I hope you also find the space to take good care. Thanks for listening. You can find a lot more like this by following me on LinkedIn or going to unlockthebrain.com and joining the mailing list. And if you found value in this podcast, please take a moment to rate or comment. Thanks so much. And now let's go do fewer things better.